Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. My guest is Kiana Dojo. She's a two-time world champion. She holds five black belts, and she was nothing short of great to talk to. Check her out on Instagram. She's great in karate. She's great in weapons, and you, from her videos, you think she's all serious, and then you talk to her, and she's just a fun-loving girl who I think is an inspiration for women everywhere. I hope you enjoy this fun podcast with my new bestest buddy, Kiana Dojo. And we Wyatt. got a, and we and we got a new dude too. We got a uh, uh, Peyton, just like a Manning. So Peyton, uh, do the time, Peyton. I mean, why to tell you what to do? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. And like I always do, I love my feed and Instagram, and I go stalking Instagram looking for a guest. And this guest always popped up. On my, on my Instagram feed. And, I mean, they're doing, I mean, she's doing karate, and she got weapons out. I'm not going to lie. If I see her in the streets, I'm just going to call my mama. I'm going to call my mama, and then I'm going to call law enforcement, because I don't want no part of this woman. Anyway, right now, though, I have one of the coolest people I know so far, but she's a mystery because I do my homework, and I couldn't find nothing but great clips on her. Let's welcome the ever-vescence, ever-vescence of Kiana Danielle. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. It's an honor to be on your podcast. You guys are honestly amazing. Stop it, Daniel. Stop it. I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I, I love, and I do mean I love your videos. If you do karate in high heels. I mean, honestly, it, it's like it's like the combination of you're a strong, I mean, this to me is what a feminist should aspire to be. You're strong, but yet you still keep it feminine. I saw you on the red carpet. I mean, doing busted out karate moves, but still looking like, wow. Like, I, I mean, I, I'd approach you the right way. Like, uh, excuse me, but uh, can a brother holler at you? I mean, that's how nice you look. But at the same time, you know, those are real moves. And for people who are watching right now, she is a two-time world champion in karate, and she holds five black belts. So, you definitely know what you're doing. Yep. I've been training my entire life. So when I came to a point of like, huh, what have I done that like, I what have I not done yet? And I was like, okay, let's try to do all this stuff from heels. Let's bring out my femininity side because everything's so masculine, right? Martial arts is, is a very male dominant sport. And so I'm like, what can I do that's a little different, not too disrespectful, but kind of cool? I'm like, let's try things in heels. So then I started doing kicks and stuff in heels. At first, I almost rolled my ankle. I swear. It was really hard. <laughs> I'm not saying I was born with this gift. I had to practice. <laughs> but <laughs> it was really fun learning. And I mean, I still have problems. Like some of those takes take like maybe five times because I lose balance so easily. You have to like find a different sense of balance because it's already hard holding your leg up and kicking and holding it for five seconds. Now put on a heel. It's a way different balance. So, well, what you do, honestly, what you do is incredible. And, and to me, it's like you're the perfect mystery because I like to do my homework on my guests and find stuff. And there was nothing. All it is is clips, maybe, maybe 15, 20 seconds. And there's nothing. I'm like, and I, I know nothing about you, but I do know you went through it as a kid. Now, I don't even know where you're from. I, I'm pretty sure it's Southern California, right? Yeah, I'm from Orange County, California. And where exactly? Or, or can you tell? Or do you want to tell? Because I don't want, you know. Yeah, so um, everybody knows like L.A. County. It's about an hour from that down south. Is it Newport Beach, Huntington Beach? Uh... Um, 
Um, yeah, it's more like uh, I kind of moved around as a kid. Um, I grew up in like Huntington Beach, but then unlike unfortunately, like my family, we we lost our house and stuff a lot when, when I was a kid. Um, the whole economy kind of went down. So we had to move around a little bit. So I went to like Garden Grove and Anaheim and like just kind of all around Orange County. <laughs> well, there, you, right there, when you said Garden Grove, and I go, this girl's tough. Because Huntington Beach and Garden Grove together, ho, 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 ho. Yeah. I mean, that is a hotbed. But what, what I want to get back to when you were growing up, I know you were a dancer, but what was it like growing up for you? I mean, like, uh, do you have brothers and sisters? And was it a hard upbringing? Uh, like, exactly. Because like, like I said, there is nothing I know about you, which I, which I love because we get to know each other right now organically. Exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that I was so hard to figure out on social media. You are. <laughs> you are. But, but like I said, that's a great mystery because I mean, obviously from your moves, you're not, you're, you're not a wannabe. You are, I mean, you, you're the real deal. So people know that, but after that they don't. And I think that's what makes you so intriguing. It's like, who's this beautiful woman who actually knows the moves, knows weapons, but yet and still like she's shrouded in mystery. I mean, and that's, I think, I think that may be your greatest trait is like, who is this girl? Oh, thank you. Um, okay, well, when I was a kid, I so I have one brother and one sister, mm-hmm. but my brother and sister are a lot older than me. My sister is she just turned 28 uh two days ago, mm-hmm. and my brother is 31. I just turned 21. So there's a seven and Happy ten. Birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And when was your birthday? Uh, when was your birthday? When was your birthday? It was August 7th, so it was two months ago. Oh, man, I'll get you a present next time. <laughs> hey, I'm watching you. You better give me that present next time. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I know. I see what you can do. I'll get you a present. Trust me. I'll say things you can't keep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so my house was, uh, it was different. So um, my my parents are still together. They're not divorced or anything. But we had to go through a lot of hardships when it comes to like money because my dad's a independent contractor. Okay. So it's either really good or it really sucks. Yes. And so like some Christmases, it was a little hard because like we didn't really have money or anything. Um, I've never really been on the streets, but I have had to move different houses. So, but I mean, um, as a kid, I've always had to grow up a little bit faster because the environment around me was much more mature. Um, when I was three, I started to dance because I would not shut up. I would always sing again. <laughs> and my mom was like, you need to do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I not shut up to a Lizzie McGuire song when I was a kid. <laughs> so, so my mom was like, all right, well, we're going to put you in dance. And so um, I started ballet and I have honestly, like looking back as a kid, I have not stopped training since I was three years old. I think that's probably uh, the basis of your balance and in your karate, because if you think about it, ballet, I mean, that ballet actually is is the foundation for like a lot of wide receivers. Lynn Swan was the first one to do that. A lot of football players, everybody. Ballet is the foundation. Maybe that's why you have such great balance and you're good on your feet in karate. Possibly. Everything goes together, so I wouldn't doubt it. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a lot of different styles of dance, though, when I was a kid. I did... uh, I was training at the dance studio like three to five hours a day, five days a week, <laughs> like a wow. little psychopath, three years old. 
because <laughs> I, I don't know i just liked it but i did a uh, tap jazz ballet hip-hop uh contemporary i did tumbling i did uh what else did i do oh polynesian that was fun <laughs> like the uh like when they do hawaii and they when they do that dance like that <laughs> the, can you do that like that and with the, with okay. the I, I probably can't do it anymore but when i was oh. a kid it looked good <laughs> stop it stop I guarantee you could do that i get but i want to know is okay uh what was your favorite form what was your favorite form of dance i you know um i was like jazz and i liked uh tap when i was a kid because i like to like like make noise with my feet <laughs> <laughs> I think your household is a lot of fun because if people don't know before, uh, the reason she's in the car, she told me, listen, I got to do this in my car. My family makes a lot of noise. In <laughs> fact, she said, even at 9 a.m., everybody's like, the dogs are barking. My sister's like, yo, mom, where's my freaking laundry? <laughs> <laughs> like every, everything's crazy. So I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I got to go to my car. <laughs> I love this. Honestly, I knew it was going to be fun because in the very beginning, I hit her with an email about an hour. I said, hey, um, you know, look forward to talking to you about an hour. And you go, hey, I got a hard out at 1045, though. And you went T-H-O. And I go, oh, this, <laughs> this chick is from the streets. You don't get a white girl to go at 1045, yeah, though. And I go, what? <laughs> you said T-H-O. And I go, yeah, I like her already. <laughs> I like you, too. So it's mutual. That's good. That's good. So, okay. So, okay. Uh, what kind of movie? Would you have in hip hop? What kind of moves did you have in hip hop? Oh boy, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't really remember too much, but mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just like to move. Like when I was a kid, I just my expression has always been with my body. I have a little bit of a hard time with words sometimes, believe it or not. But I had to learn to kind of overcome it. I'm still kind of overcoming it, but my body has always spoke when I didn't have to. So. Now, why, why was why was that like uh, like in what way did you have a hard time with words conveying uh, your feelings I was or really emotions? Dyslexic. I mean, I'm still kind of dyslexic. Okay. Yeah. So like words and numbers are a little bit difficult for me. But mm. when it comes to like combinations and like you can teach me a whole ass kata and I will remember it in like two tries. But <laughs> but but when it comes to like words and like numbers, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way too. When math came, I'd be like, "Oh no!" Right? No. Right? I'm like, oh, "God!" <laughs> yeah, I start hyperventilating. And I start crying oh. as a grown man. Yeah, it's horrible. It really is. Like, oh so. God! Here comes the book. <laughs> 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 okay, so now, now you went to dancing. Now, what made you make that transform uh, transformation from dancing to martial arts? So, um, oh, to finish up the dance part, I actually was performing in the on like recitals and stuff when I was a kid from three to six mm-hmm. and I would like perform by myself uh, apparently what my mom tells me in, in front of like 2,000 people like just like a little girl four years old by herself doing a solo ballet solo and I was like yep I was a psychopath <laughs> when I was a kid but I mean like I guess I always wanted to perform so there you go but um yeah I I, I went and performed a lot and then by the time I was around um five and a half uh six ish I saw this movie on Disney Channel I love Disney Channel like Lizzie McGuire like <laughs> yeah yeah but, um so when I was like six 
I saw this movie called Windy Woo Homecoming Warrior. I don't okay. know if you ever saw that one. No, no, no. But I will now. I will now. If you put if you put a threat to me, I will now. I don't want no problem with you. I got you. It was so good. I love that movie when I was a kid. But basically, it's like this uh, girl. She's like getting ready to go to prom, but then she realized she has like this long, like ancestral thing where she has to like defeat this bad guy and like learn martial arts how to like to defeat him and stuff so she like learned kung fu and i was like whoa this is so cool because she was using both staff like she was using cool martial arts techniques mm-hmm. and like as a little kid i just thought it was so cool so i um we ended up changing dance studios to a different dance studio and by the new dance studio there was a martial arts dojo right next to it and i told my mom i'm like hey I really want to do this. Like I saw this girl do it on the movie. I'm like, I really want to do this. She's like, you know what that is, right? I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I just want to try it. Cause I was that kid that always wanted to try everything. Like my favorite food from four years old was sushi. Who do you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> four year old like sushi. It's like, I told you I'm weird. <laughs> Everybody else has macaroni and cheese and you got sushi. Yeah, I'm like sushi. I was that premium stuff. <laughs> you had higher taste when you were a kid. You would have been. You must have been a nightmare. Like, hey, you, you want some? You want some baby food? No, I want some sushi, Mom. Is what I want. I want no, I want sushi. I want uh, that premium steak. <laughs> no, I was a nightmare. I was a little monster. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I asked my mom, like, can we go to the martial arts studio? And she was like, yeah, let's, I guess let's do it. It's right across or right next to the dance studio. So I went there and then I just got kind of hooked. So I started going to martial arts and the dance studio at the same time. But then like, you know, 2008, 2009 happened. I had to eventually choose. And my mom gave me a choice because we couldn't afford it. She's like, well, you either choose dance or martial arts. And I'm like, hmm. Dance girls are really mean. I'm going to go with martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> the dance girls are, are mean? Yes. <laughs> like in what way? Like in what way? Oh, God. Okay, so when I moved to my new dance studio, and I'm not saying this for all, all people. I'm just yeah. saying from my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, these little girls, like I was this little seven-year-old in class, and these girls were 10, and I was just trying to make friends. I was like, hi, like, I'm Kiana. Nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then they would just, like, give me looks and, like, be like, <sighs> and, like, just, like, be so mean. And I was like, I just want a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. They were meaner than you in dance class than they were at martial arts. Yeah. I was like, mm, I don't like it here. Cause like, I don't know when I was a kid, I always wanted to be around good environments. I never liked pop, like negative. Yes. Work, you know, I, I, I can tell, honestly, I could tell that from your videos, everything about you is on a nice, good energy kind of thing. You uh, like you exude good energy. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart, even though, you know, you have with the weapons and you do your move. There's a, there's a good flow to you. Like you seem like you're like you're good people, good energy. Thank you. Yeah, I try to be. I I um I've been through a decent amount of stuff in my life, and I'm sure that I'll go through more because life is inevitable when it comes to that. <laughs> um, yeah. But I just always want to share my experiences in a positive way and bring like awareness to positive 
things, right? right? So when everybody always sees like the negative around everything, let's try to find a positive. Let's try to be grateful for that and ignore all that because it's not going to serve you anyways. Oh, that's beautiful. Like now what got you to that point of view? What got you to that, that mindset? Because a lot of time it takes, it takes a lot to, to find. Like it took me a little bit later on in life, but when I did, man, it, it spoke to me. For me, it was in wrestling, and I knew we we I, this was before I got a couple years on you, so uh, we didn't have the we didn't have the internet before that for, for you know when I was growing up, and I just remember I used to wrestle, and I and I found this article, and it was about the mental preparation. I know it sounds simple, but I never knew about that kind of mental preparation what you got to do, and I read it, and it did wonders for me, and then it just it kept. And the older I got, the more I kept seeking. And then, you know, more stuff came out, more books. So what was, what was it for you that clicked? And how did you find that? Well, um, as I said, I was a weird little kid. Um, <laughs> so martial arts definitely helped and played a huge factor into my foundation and to not lose myself. I knew, I knew who I was because of my martial arts background. And I feel like that's people's first mistake of why they always choose negative routes is because they don't have a steady ground. They're kind of just up in the air. They don't have that one thing that if they start getting lost, they go back to. And I think that's so important in life because imagine like you're going through the hardest time of your life and you don't have that one thing to anchor you. You're going to get swept with the wave instead of just like enduring everything and knowing who you are. So I think the first thing for anybody is that they need to find something to represent who they are and something they're absolutely passionate about. And just because you didn't start it when you were a little kid, doesn't mean it's not, doesn't mean it, you can't still find it. Like time is, is, it doesn't like, it doesn't matter. Time is nothing compared to your life, right? You can go and start something right now and that could be your anchor. We never know. Well, I mean, I'm glad you found it, but a lot, and it sounds simple enough and it really does. But man, the sad thing about it, a lot of people don't find that passion because a lot of people, they're followers and they're in a group and what the group does, they do. And then they don't know who they are. And then let's say they get married or get in a relationship and they still don't know who they are because they latch on to somebody else. And that's why a relationship is that important to them because they don't know who they are. And they don't know what their passion is because the thing in life is once you find that passion, it opens up so many other avenues. And I think that's where the positivity comes in. So and correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't you and correct me if I'm wrong, please. Like I said, don't be afraid to call me out of my bullshit. If you think it's a whoa, 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 you're you're full of shit. Please call me out of my bullshit. But weren't you growing up? So weren't you like in a group? Uh, like, you know, I just being typical, like teenager or whatever. And they were mad at you for like finding that avenue and you always had to train and where they were doing their other thing. They wanted you to party and you wanted to train. Oh God, that's happened. <laughs> that's happened my entire life. I, uh, I grew up pretty alone because everybody in my life always wanted to do the short lasting, like happiness type stuff. So it's kind of like, oh, let's go to a bar or like, let's go drink or let's go. Let's let's try this drug or let's go to this party. Let's 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 talk to this boy. And I'm like, bro, I got nationals in the week. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do that. And so um, a lot of my friends I'd be friends with for maybe like a couple months. And then I would constantly have to say no to things because I can't do it. I have a strict training schedule. I'm like, champs ain't going to make themselves. I'm like, I got to show up to class. I can't show up to class 
like as a teenager, like hung over and stuff like, no, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you do that? You know, I mean, unless that's something you like, I guess, I guess experience life how you want, but my life has always had a purpose. And I just, I just want to make sure like my body and my mind and everything is super healthy. I never like anything to tamper with anything. So I'm not a big drinker, honestly. I'm 21. Everybody was like, oh my God, are you like partying and stuff? And I'm like, no, honestly, it's the same old, same old, just training, eating good, eating healthy, drinking my water. That's about it. I think that is beautiful. To find that at such an early age, I, I think I, that's commendable because I, I mean, like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do. But me personally, I mean, I look back now where I'm at now and I go, man, I wish I never would have gone to a dance club or, or a bar. I just think that's, I mean, and, and people who do it, don't get me wrong. I've, I've been in that stage of my life, but looking back on it, I go, man, I wasted so much damn time, you know, around people and no offense to them, but you know, eh, they were going nowhere. I, mean, I don't mean that bad. They were going nowhere. It's, it's like you said, for that immediate gratification, oh, we got drunk and I don't really drink that much yeah. anyway. And so it's like, oh, you got drunk, you did, that, you did this and that. But where did it get you in the long run? And that's, to me, what you're doing. I mean, you're already you're a two-time world champion with five black belts. I mean, honestly. And those people you're with, no offense, but what what accolades do they have? I, I mean, mean. I'm not going to know names. This ain't a deposition, you know. You, you, you can name names. It's okay. I don't I'm think not doing names. I'm not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what is it five different forms of karate is it yeah um so i know taekwondo i grew up in taekwondo and shotokan and then shotokan is also a type of karate so there's like four types of karate right there's shitoryu shindo or shitoryu wadaru gojuru and shotokan i train in shotokan and shitoryu and shitoryu also has another form which is shindo jinenryu which is kind of like influenced heavy by shitoryu so it's like it gets confusing but anyways <laughs> um there's those three and then i do um okinawan weapons so i'm gonna get back to the karate but but how did you get into weapons? I mean, how did that come about? And if and if you guys get a chance after this after this podcast, please take a look at her YouTube channel. What she does with those weapons is unbelievable. Now I can say that because uh, there's a guy I train with. He's he's a uh, former Navy SEAL and he's into weapons too. So that's why I was really intrigued by what you do. I mean, how did you get into that? I don't, okay, so I mean, as a kid, I just liked sticks. I liked bow staffs. I, liked, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just I liked weapons. It was fun for me. It was something that I grasped onto really easily. Yeah. And I just like had a huge inspiration towards weapons. I was like, I don't know. I just really like it. So when I was a kid, I would I started training weapons. I think when I was like seven or eight. It was like a year or two after I joined karate, but. Um, yeah, I started training in weapons. So my first weapon was a bow staff. That's what actually won me the world championship in 2018 was a bow staff. <laughs> wow. But, um, What's a bow staff? What is a bow staff for us uninitiated? Oh, a bow staff is like a six foot bow. And it, it's usually like two to three pounds. Okay. And, and did, you, did you hit somebody with it? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> well, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. Well, so. I mean, if you train, it depends on how you train, right? If you if you want to train, sometimes we would hit like the bag and stuff, or like do combinations with each other. Mm -hmm. But um, the how I won was a uh, kata. I don't know if you know know what kata is. No, explain to me. 
So Pata is basically um, to kind of break it down. And so people really understand Pata was invented back in the day before we had cell phones. So we had to remember our martial arts through a series of forms so that we could practice and then we can come back and actually train them and use them. So Kata back in the day, it really wasn't this like dance or anything. Like it, it was literally just blueprints to all of the entire techniques. So eventually when it comes to like tournaments and stuff, Kata became a art form that is shown. And it's basically like a fight within yourself because they're blueprints to the actual fight scenarios. Wow. I mean, I, I, I find that fascinating because honestly, I mean, from where I'm at, and maybe somebody's like me, and there's no disrespect, but I just didn't know this part about karate. You know, all, all I know is like the basics, and you know, you got the, the, the gi on, and ha, and the ha, and the moves, and it's and every now and then you see the sticks, but yeah, I had no idea about this. I really didn't. I think this is great. Weapons, actually. So back in the day in Okinawa, that's where a lot of, at least that's where my style is from, right? Um, back in the day in Okinawa, I don't remember what year. Like, sorry, I'm a bad student. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what year. But um, basically, the government did not allow civilians to use weapons whatsoever. The only people that were allowed to use weapons were the military. And so that's why you see things like nunchucks. Nunchucks was supposed to use, like, they're supposed to be used for, like, to get rice. Or you see commas, right? Those are to, like... Um, used for grass or a bow staff is just a stick or a echo, which is like an oar that's to go like used for a paddling a boat. All of these weapons are common items that the government wouldn't suspect. So the people to protect themselves, they were learning how to fight with weapons, but they were everyday objects. That's why you don't see like throwing knives or guns or like things that are so obvious because then they would get in trouble. Wow, I love that, especially with the nunchucks. So, so what were the, what were the nunchucks used for initially? Um, they were used for like getting rice, like taking the rice off and like harvesting them. Are, are you good with nunchucks? Are you are you good? Are you yeah, good nunchuck skills? Um, I, I feel like I'm pretty good, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love how everyday things that they use as weapons. Mm-hmm. So basically, my mom could have been like a martial artist with a skillet or a sausage. that she just throw at my dad. I mean, basically, my mom, my mom could have made her own style with a slipper. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she would have. My mom would have been a three-time black belt champion. She would have gave you a run for oh, your money. After what you mean? I love it. I love it. So okay, so now if you had to pick, if you had to pick, what was your favorite form of martial arts? If you had to pick. Somebody had a gun to your head from a distance because they, they ain't going to uh, beat you up close. So they, from a distance, they had a sniper on you and you had to pick what's your favorite form of martial arts and why? Um, what do you mean by form? Do you mean by kata or do you mean by style? Yeah, by style, by style. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's so hard because everything is so situational. Yeah. Because everything is so, um, you can use everything, but it just depends on... Um, <laughs> I feel like Shotokan. I feel like Shotokan. Because I feel like it's really good with distance. They're really good with their throws and they're very strong because it's a very strong art. 
and they have a good foundation in their stance. Mm-hmm. But then again, come, some could come after me with Shitoryu because Shitoryu is very like, um, very fast. Like they just get in and get out. So I don't know. It's like, that's a hard one. But okay. I mean, karate as a whole. Now, and now, if you're, now, for your average woman on the street, okay, say you're walking down the street and some uh, strong, tall, tough brother like myself will say, well, grab you from behind or whatever. Like, hey, girl, right? And grab it. What's the best form of martial arts for everyday like, street fighting to get somebody like myself off you? Because you can tell I'm built like a brick shit house, and you know, no. I'm probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the first thing you should always do is scream bloody murder. <laughs> but, 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 what, but what if for some reason, for some reason, no one's around? Say you're walking back to your car from a concert, and for some reason you parked, I don't know, in an alley, which is which is not smart. But let's just say you did, and I was, I was like, "Yo, girl," and I came and I grabbed you, and you were like, "Uh oh, this, this is this guy's last day on earth." What, what is what is the best form of martial arts for that for everyday like street fight? So again, it's situational, but um, the three top things that I would suggest to any man or women that's in that situation is one, always be aware. So we we practice this form uh, or not form. It's like a, it's like a, how can I say? We practice this thing called Zanshin and it means constantly aware. It means constantly aware of yourself your surroundings and other people around you. You're always focused, but you're always aware. Your ears are always listening and your eyes are always watching. So I think the biggest thing first is Zanshin. Always be aware because you never know when someone's just going to like come out of nowhere. That's true. And I'm with you on that. But sometimes, hey, man, we slip. Like sometimes, you know, man, you might stop in, see a friend. Hey, what's going on? And you're just going back to your car. And for some reason, for whatever reason, you don't you're not in the Zanchin. How do you spell it? Z-O-N-C-H-I-A-N? Z-A-N-S-H-I. Okay, yeah. Say so you're not into that. Like you, I'll, I'll call it Z. Say so you're not into Z. Say so you're just walking back to your car or whatever, and for some reason, like you're on your phone, you're doing like everyday stuff, and then all of a sudden, somebody surprised you out of nowhere. God, I had that happen. I mean, you, I like to think I'm aware, but hey, we all get caught slipping, as we say on the streets. I ain't got to tell you that. So your second thing you're going to want to use is obviously your voice. Um, you can prevent a lot of things, but you could also use a lot of things. People are going to get more scared if you start screaming. Don't stay quiet. And I think the third thing that's most important is like, um, if someone grabs you, get, get heavy, get heavy. Don't, don't stay on your toes. Try to find your foundation, bend your knees a little bit and stomp the living hell out of their feet. After you stomp their feet, depending on like, it, again, it's situational. I don't, I don't know how they have you or anything. You would have to like actually um, right. go to a class to learn all of like women's self-defense, men's self-defense. Um, but I would start by stomping their feet and trying to elbowing behind you as hard as you can. And how you elbow, because sometimes if you do circular motions, you miss. Try to pretend like your fist is going straight back to your hip in a, in a straight motion. And that should hit them, especially if they're a bigger person. So... I would stomp on their feet and try to hit them with the elbow. If that doesn't work, then I would try to turn my body a little bit when I start elbowing them and then turn, turn, turn and push, push, push. Try to duck and slip out and run as fast as you can. Do not stop. Do not stop screaming and just run, run, run. But again, it's situational. 
Do you do? Do you speak like the schools on this? I think, honestly, I really think that more women should hear this and coming from you because I, I mean, honestly, and I hate the way society. I mean, I think it's getting a lot better, but I just hate that the fact that uh, you know that most women. I can't say I can't say most. I don't know. Like I said, I might be bullshit. Call me out on it, but if somebody like you, but if somebody like you says it in, in a in a setting about self defense, I think they were more apt to listen to you because you just you look like a woman. I mean, a a, a beautiful girl who goes to school and and. But if you tell them this is what you got to do, they're really gonna listen to you because I think you could really penetrate. I mean, you could really talk to these girls and it would resonate more than if I did it because I'm a man. So it's gonna eh, it's different for me. But you look like. Uh, 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 like a college girl who could be on campus and just do, 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 and whatever. So they're going to listen to you. So do you go to schools or have you looked into it? Yeah. So actually uh, me and my friend Nina, she's also a martial artist. She's, she's, she's a Muay Thai fighter. She has like, like 20 something fights under her belt or something like that. She's crazy. <laughs> but she, uh, she, we were talking and we actually want to start doing that because we really want to make a difference and help people, especially with just like awareness and things that they could do. Cause there's, there's so much, there's so much stuff to prevent things that people aren't really just aware about because they're not aware of their own body. Like, for example, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like talking about this, but you know, like the huge, um, the huge Netflix series right now, like the Dahmer case. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I probably won't, but you know, yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. But I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's there's bad people out there, obviously. Of course. of course. And that's a good example because it's so popular right now. And um basically like he was a mastermind, don't get me wrong, but there are so many bad people that things are could be, could have been avoided. Like obviously, like don't take drinks from people, like be more aware around of your surroundings watch your back, always go with a friend, never go alone. Like there are little situational things that could really save your life. And me and Nina are actually working on um, getting all of this uh, like curriculum, like this entire program together. And we really want to go to schools and teach little kids like anti-bullying stuff. We want to go to colleges and teach women like women's self-defense and men too. But I mean, it's more commonly in women that they get attacked because they're little and um, we just like we want to make a difference. We want to we want to use our martial arts for the best. I, I, I think it's beautiful. And like I said, no, I'm I, I think you should start. I would say start sometimes, it, you know, maybe sixth grade, because if you start when they're little and then it'll resonate more as they get older, maybe six middle school, yeah. sophomore high school and just and especially especially college because I know things get wild and sometimes people, you know, they, they get away from home and they're like, so, the, you know, yeah. that, you know, they, they get a little wilder and, man, when you go partying and, you know, like you can't trust anybody and I think the worst people are the ones that act like they're cool and it's like, and next thing you know, man, you're, you're a victim, you know, before you know it, you're a victim and I always tell people this, I, I said, if I ever had a daughter, I hope she would look like her mom said to me, but if I ever had a daughter, one of the first things I would teach them if I had a daughter is teach them a straight right, a straight right, uh, and 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 I want them to listen to somebody like you, like here with the elbow, a sharp elbow to the nose, a good straight right to the nose from somebody. Let me tell you uh, something. Go ahead, no, go, go, go. No, no, or to the. I was just making a comment, or to the throat, or like yeah. 
You teach them that when they're young, and I think it stays with them. And, and you can get a great reputation if you're in sixth grade as a girl, and you get a, and some you know some boy says something, or he puts his hands on you, and you get a straight right. That reputation will last you for at least two or three years. Then you got to go to middle school, and then somebody's gonna try you then, and then you know another bam. Okay, that reputation gonna last you till maybe high school, and then by then some other dude's gonna oh, I'm gonna try her, and then bam, and then you know after that, then you know guys get a little older and bigger, and you gotta you know perfect your skills. But I just think what you're doing is needed for girls. I'd rather them go to one of your classes, have somebody like yourself, a beautiful girl, teach you how to defend yourself, than watching that bull crap on TV like the Housewives or wherever the hell. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. I mean, yeah, I, I think that it's just it's so important to like just spread awareness. And I mean, don't give me wrong to add on to what you're saying. Like you're saying, like oh, like yeah, it's people can become wild in college. And like, I feel like everybody goes through phases and it's, it's okay to go through certain situations. It's just, don't be, don't be sacrificing any morals while you're going through those fun memories. Cause people can make memories and have fun and do all this stuff, but like, just don't be, don't be dumb. Don't, don't go to a party with four people and then leave with one person you don't know, you know, like just don't be, just don't be dumb about certain situations. Be smart. Be like, use your brain a little bit, even though they might be intoxicated. Just be like, no, I'm staying with my friends tonight. And even if you don't have that self-control, tell your friends there, there always should be one kind of sober one. Tell your friends that if I leave with somebody or if I'm starting to, we're going home and we're, we are not doing that tonight. So everybody should just take turns in a friend group being kind of like the mom figure. Cause in my opinion, that's the best best way to stay safe. Like they could have fun too, but just just don't get wasted. Don't don't get, you know. See, see I think it would resonate more with somebody like you because you're their age. You're 21. You've been through it, and you found your you found your why. You found your purpose, and that I think eliminates a lot of the uh, the hazy area where people are searching for themselves and they latch on the groups like you found your why and somebody like you telling girls hey listen you don't have to go to martial arts but find your purpose and don't be a victim and that and I think that's needed I mean when somebody when, when pretty when pretty people talk when beautiful people talk people listen regardless and I mean it from the bottom heart so if you tell some girls this they're going to automatically uh, Okay, because you're one of them and you're young. I mean, honestly, so they're going to listen to you more than they listen to me. Like, they're going to look at me like, who's this old guy talking to me? I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? But well, you say it's going to resonate, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially like little girls, you know, because like some little girls are little rebels. They're like, I don't want to listen to anybody. But I've noticed that um, like whenever I would teach in dojos, because I've been teaching since I was 10. Like it's been a while, <laughs> but um, I would teach like these little kids and like um, the male senseis could never get to them. And then I would always just talk with them because it's a different approach. Everybody's yes. different. Some people you got to be a little hard on and then other people you have to be more soft and understanding. But I would always get to the girls. I would always try to figure them out because everybody's always so complex and eventually then they would start listening. <laughs> and I was like, hey, yo, sensei, I need a raise. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. Because that's representation. And representation helps. I mean, I think that's beautiful, but that's the way it's got to be. No matter if somebody gets to that person and it's in a positive manner, no one's going to be upset. 
And I think I think coaches understand that. That's why some coaches go, okay, you talk to him. And if, and if you get through that kid and and, it, and it's a positive aspect in that kid's life, then where's the negative? There is none. And I mean, like, honestly, if, if teaching and, and going and, and helping these kids is really a huge, like you look back at yourself from when you were a kid and how you are, because kids change everything. Kids change even when you're a parent, when you have a baby, right? You're going to want to have the best version of yourself in the baby. So all that stuff, all that bad habits, negative thinking, self-doubt, all that talk in your head, it's going to affect the kid if you don't nip it in the butt. I mean, obviously it's easier said than done, but I feel like when you have babies or you're around kids, you're more self-aware about how you talk to yourself because Little kids are just like walking um, sponges. Yeah, they're sponges. They will just they will just absorb everything, good and bad. So yes. I think when when you step into that teaching role, you really got to think and be like, "Dang, I do. I have this and this and this, and these are issues in my life. I don't want to give that to these kids. So how can I better myself?" for the next generation? How can I better myself to have a better next generation and maybe not go through all the stuff that I've been through? That is the attitude I'm talking about. I mean, that people, you know, it, 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 the big thing now in comedy or whatever, they always talk about, you know, the kids, you need to tell, you know, be honest with your kids and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, you know what? If you gas your kids up, Honestly, tell them they're going to have a good day. Tell them they're good life. I'm telling you, I think that that positive affirmation every day, it's going to seep through osmosis and they're going to have that kind of feeling of confidence in their life. If you if you keep telling the kid like, I'm going to beat your ass. Blah, blah, blah. And I mean, honestly, I, if you keep beating the kid down like that, they're going to have that kind of like, feeling. I'm honest, I grew up with that. And uh, it, it yeah, did have an effect on me. That was personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah you, you're my. <laughs> that was personal. <laughs> <laughs> you're my shrink right now i know and then kiana then my mama's <laughs> <laughs> and your mom is sensei sandal where she's coming at you with that sandal she's a grandmaster <laughs> i know i'm coming i'm coming out to you i'll start crying and then kiana when i was seven <laughs> and you're like what the hell kind of podcast is this <laughs> Like, oh, man, this took a twist and a turn. I know. I know. This took a turn for the worst. Okay. We're going okay, to switch gears here before we get out of here. I say. <laughs> okay. We're going to switch gears here. Now, what I want to know is, when are you, when are we going to see you in the octagon or fighting or maybe or maybe have a Muay Thai uh, or is that is or is that your thing I don't know because honestly people you know people say Bruce Lee was the greatest but we never actually saw Bruce Lee fight 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 like you know in a real fight so I mean is that something you want to do because honestly for some reason I look at you and look at your videos and I just feel like you're like a Ronda Rousey 2.0 that's what I, when I see you so many people say that. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, you you have that kind of look about you, and 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 you're like I said, man, your moves are so good and precise. But but there's something about I mean that's that's different also. But I think Ronda Rousey 2.0. So the, the question is, are do you want to fight? Or I mean, a lot of times it's not for everybody. So I am not opposed to anything. I never know where life is going to take me. Right. Mm-hmm. One day I could wake up and be like. Hey. I want to be an MMA fighter <laughs> or one day I could wake up and be like, huh, I want to go 
towards WWE. Mm-hmm. Currently, right now in my life, mm-hmm. I'm going towards the more WWE entertainment side of things. I like to entertain and perform more so than get my ass beat. <laughs> but, but would you get your ass beat, though? I mean, honestly, would you? I mean, you've got great skills, but how are you on the ground? Like, what, what's, your, what's your weakness right now? Uh, probably my groundwork. I mean, I, I don't I don't know so much of... I've had, like, three jujitsu classes. Like, I, I don't know so much stuff on the ground, but I am learning with, like, wrestling and stuff. But, um, yeah, I would say that I never know where life takes me. Everything's up in the air. But as of right now, in my current life, I'm definitely wanting to go towards WWE, be on NXT, be on the main show. And that's that's somewhere that I want to go for a career. And, and now, have you ever taken a... Uh, like a shot, like a good shot to kind of like, uh, like you've been hit before, like hard, the kind of hit where you go, okay, maybe, uh, maybe dancing again. I mean, <laughs> I mean have, have you ever taken that? And who did it? Who dished it out? I used to spar a lot and compete a lot when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And there were sometimes these girls, they were psycho. They would just <laughs> full on, like knock me. And I like, one time it was so bad that I like fell to the ground and I was like, that's not legal. <laughs> I'm like, like bro, you're in the wrong cage, man. <laughs> but because my my style was uh, 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 point sparring. So it, we never fully connected. So I definitely got hit a few times. And I was like, mm, I'm too much of a baby for this. I'm, I'm too. <laughs> you think so? You think so? You th- so if you think you got a really good hit, like that's not for you. Yeah, I mean, it really takes a special someone to be a professional fighter because it's so much mental. It's so much like these fighters go through so much every single day and it's their love. It's their passion. And you got to have a switch. You got to be like this nice, bubbly person. And then you got to switch it off and be like, I'm going to kill someone. So personally, I don't think I have that internal switch where I can just switch it and be like, I want to kill someone. I'm a little nice. I always care about my opponents too much, more than like myself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that as of right now, if I'm trained, Mm -hmm. I will, I mean, I could probably go towards that game. But as of right now, I'm going to stick with the entertainment side. I could be crazy one day and be like, so MMA, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. right now, more WWE. Now, now, is there a form of martial arts that, like, say, scares you, makes you go, uh, no. Like, I definitely don't want to do that. I mean, all martial arts is a little intimidating in, in itself, mm-hmm. but I don't say that it's really scary because you're not going to be going up against a black belt when you're a white belt, like when you join, you know, I think that one of the scariest martial arts in general is probably jujitsu because they do a little bit of high ground work and, or high, like up, like standing work. And then they go to the ground. And when they go to the ground, I've seen some people so fast, just like, boom, like get them in a submission. And that that's scary when you don't know how to roll and you don't know how to move on the ground because ground game is so different from standing and you can move and throw some punches and kicks. But when you go to the ground and you're with somebody that knows what they're doing, that's terrifying to me. (laughs) Well, I I would love to see you. Honestly, I think you should go. I mean, you have the, the, 
you definitely have the, on, on the feet. I would say for the next year, I'd say do more ground and see if you really fall in love with it. Sometimes it takes a while, and then you're like, oh, my God, I love that. And then you could be like a, a triple threat, I think. I think you'd be great. I mean, I, give it a try. That's what I said. Give it a shot. And like I said, I know getting punched in the face ain't for everybody. And but Because you're also, don't you want to be an actor or do you want to be an actress? Yeah, so I've actually been an actor since I was five. But it was a little on and off because – um, I wanted to get my black belt when I was like a teenager. I wanted to finish high school. I, uh, I actually finished high school when I was 15 and a half because it was like a self-paced schooling system. So I just got all my work done. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I, I got my I got my education. I got my black belt and then I continued to go to be on Team USA and fight. I went to the world championships. I obtained two world titles. Uh, three national titles and like a lot of international titles. I don't, I don't know. There's just a lot. <laughs> if I'm yeah. gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I wanted to do all this stuff, so I put acting on a back burner for a little bit. But now that I'm older and I am looking like, okay, what do I want to do with my life? I definitely want to. I want to go full fledged into my acting. I have been going full fledged into my acting. And I've developed this new new purpose and passion is also like for wrestling. I love those things so much. That is definitely who I am because I've always been a performer since I was like, you know, when I was three years old, two years right. old, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that is definitely the journey that I'm on right now. Uh, stunts, acting, pro wrestling, just that path. Because you like performing. Yeah, I like performing. I like making a difference. I like inspiring others that no matter where you come from, you can do it too. You know, it doesn't matter if you're poor, if you're rich, it all take all that stuff aside. It's all about mindset. You will yes, find it is. Yes. I, okay. So tell me, why don't you on your on your videos on Instagram and YouTube? Why don't you talk more? I mean, you're I mean, you're seriously, you have a bubbly personality. You have great videos. But, you know, there's no I don't know what you sound like until now because it I is. Know. I've been working on it. I was like I always get nervous. I get nervous, honestly, because I'm like, what what should I talk about? I don't. Okay. And then I, I, I blank. <laughs> no, you're fun. I know you're fun. You're fun. I mean, you're fun. You're, you're, um, yeah, I think you're inspiring. I think what it, uh, what I said, the greatest thing about now is the now time is that almost everything's on the table. And now girl, you see that representation and girls, somebody like you, and you can be that role model for them. I mean, honestly, like you said, like when you were a kid and you saw somebody in there taking that, uh, that uh, class, like, Hey mom, can I do that? There's a girl in there. And that's like everything in life. Unless you see somebody that looks like you in that, you don't really think it. And it's weird, but it, it sounds so simple, but it's the truth. But once you see somebody like if they can do it, I can do it. So right now, somewhere somebody's and it's, you're their inspiration. I, I, I try to be. I I want to I want to inspire as many people as possible. I want to really make an impact because I feel like I've given I was. How can I say this? I was given so much as a kid when it comes to life lessons and martial arts and just so so much knowledge that has been given to me. I want to share that knowledge so that other people can learn it too. And maybe it could impact their life. Maybe not. It just depends on what you want to take and what you want to leave. But I feel like it's just going to go to waste if I don't share it. 
And I think that you're absolutely correct. I need to talk more. <laughs> you do. You really do. Because that personality of yours needs to come. It, it needs to be seen. Because honestly, I, you're a gold mine. Everybody I have on the show that I, I have, I, I, I just see something in them. And I, and it may sound like I'm saying it to everybody, but I, when I say it, I mean it. When I say gold mine, they're gold mine. And you are a gold mine. You got the moves. You got everything. You got this great personality. You're a beautiful girl. It needs to be shown to the world. Because like, yeah. I mean, everything you have, boom, you have personality. Yeah, bam. You have the it factor. And like, how tall are you, by the way? How what? How tall are you? How tall? Um, I'm 5'2". <laughs> okay, well, okay, you have everything but height. But, you know, it doesn't matter because, yeah, <laughs> because you're, you're tall in personality. How about that? Yeah, my personality's big. <laughs> now, what was it? What was the greatest life lesson that you've learned from martial arts? The greatest life. If, if you, I know you heard, learned a lot of lessons, but what's the greatest one that resonates with you to this day? Um, you always have a choice. So, you're always given two choices: either dwell in it or learn from it. So, you either get stuck and you you just you choose the negative side. Or you have a choice and try to see the positive, even if it hurts. Uh -huh. So anything in life, you're always going to try to go towards a better direction. And as a saint, like there, I made up the saying towards my black belt test. I, I said, um, I think I, it's like somewhere in the world too, but I don't know. Great minds think alike. But um, <laughs> it was like, how can I remember? It was like, live life as a black belt through white belt eyes. So it means like have yeah. foundation, be a badass, know yourself, but also be adaptable and learn. Don't be afraid to learn new things. Don't be, don't be stuck up and have a huge ego. Actually be humble and learn. You don't know who can teach you. I have learned more from my kids, my little kids, like in the dojo. I don't have kids myself, but you know, my little kids, you know, than I have from some teachers, you know, you can learn something from everybody. You just have to be willing to listen. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Never underestimate anybody. Listen to everybody. You, you can learn. You can pick out something from everybody that applies to your life. And you go, I like that, no matter who they are. Never underestimate where you can get that knowledge from. I'm a firm believer. Uh, until you die, you always learn. At least you should be learning until the day that, you know, it, it's over. And, you know, when it, when it says, bam, flatline. Yeah, it was that. Exactly. Yeah, I think you should. And okay. And before we get out of here, what I want to know is, and I don't, you can, you can uh, d deflect this, but how would I do? You still have the same boyfriend, by the way? Oh, you were digging. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got the shovel and everything. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean I, I didn't mean that as a come on. I meant though what I was gonna get to was like, you know, like it's gotta be your <laughs> What I meant was you gotta, important question. <laughs> yeah, no, you 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 gotta be intimidating to like, you know, to your average guy. I think average guys have a uh, have a uh, uh, fragile egos when it comes to women. I think they like. I don't care what they say. I think they like to be a little more docile and this and that. So you can't be intimidating. So how did he approach you in the, in the right way? In the right way. 
Um, okay, so my boyfriend is actually a Bellator MMA fighter. Yes, I knew that. I knew that. That's why I was. That's why I was very respectful. I don't want him coming. I don't. I don't want both of you guys coming after me. That's why I'm very respectful. Ah, we're good. We're good. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a fighter. He's been training for years. There's a little bit of an age gap between us, but you know. <laughs> oh, wait, how old is he? By the way, how old is he? Uh he's 34. Whoa. Yeah. Four. Are you serious? Yeah, but he looks like 28-ish. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a couple of years here. Now. Young. Age is nothing but a number, as us creepers say. Age is nothing but a number, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but how is, I mean, honestly, for, for somebody, how did he approach you in the sense, like I said, it takes a lot to see somebody that does the, the martial arts like you do and whatever, and they, they can be inti- intimidating to your average person, to your average guy that is. So how, like, how did he approach you? So he is actually, um, we met at Machida Karate Academy. I don't know if you know who Lyoto Machida is. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, we met at um, Lyoto Machida Academy in Uh Portland. And my sensei um, is really close friends with Lyoto's brother named Kinzo. So he kind of came to our dojo uh, at Jeninkai and was like, hey, um, I'm having a super seminar. You guys should come. So I was like, okay, bet. So I went and I went to their super seminar. I think they're actually going to have one in this next week or in a couple of weeks. So they're going to do that again. It's funny you bring it up. Um, But Weber, he was there and he actually barely spoke English. He's from Brazil. So he knew like maybe a couple sentences, honestly, he was just doing his best. And I didn't really know that. And so um, I was just like chilling, training, doing my thing. And then he kept staring at me. I told him, I'm like, I thought I was doing something wrong. I'm like, stop staring at me. <laughs> but um, we ended up talking and meeting. And then um, we just started talking. We became really good friends. And then later we just like, Cause at first I was like, he's kind of old. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I don't know if I'm this. Cause I was like 18 at the time. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. He's kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. But then I was like, uh, we, we work really well together. Like we are, we match so well on everything. So I was like, mm, okay, I'll give it a shot. And so like, it's, it's been like a little over three years ever since. So that's good. man. I, think that's hilarious. I love it. I know I had to tread lightly with that. You know how everything is nowadays with the, and you know, I, you got to tread like when you ask those questions. Cause Oh my gosh, I, I hate to get in trouble and, you know, so I, I, I love that. I lo- and I want to okay. ask you this also. I want to ask you this. Have you ever got cut doing uh, with, with uh, working with the knives or the swords? Uh, no, not yet. Don't, don't say yet. Don't say yet. Don't say it. Because I, I watched you, like, one of your last ones, where you, you mixed in with the rap music. And you said, like, yeah. And you said, you know, you, you mouthed the words of the song. And then you get the, and I was like, I wonder if she's ever oh, cut herself. That's actually a dull knife. Well, okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Didn't know that. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's sharp, but it's actually dull, so I was chilling. Okay. I, I, safety first. Safety first. Well, I know. 
Well, you know, but yeah, but you know what? Everybody goes safety first, and sometimes you've seen it in an in MMA gym or any kind of gym, like you said, safety first. Yeah. And by accident, people get knocked out or get like, ah, oh, I didn't mean to hit you like that. And it's true. Like, so, you know, it happens. So you never know. Even even the best symbols. I usually film with dull, dull knives. There was one time I had to film with a sharp sword, and that was a little scary. But um, other than that, I usually try to just keep safe and like film with dull weapons. Okay. Okay. Just in case. <laughs> well, you never, yeah, you never. Yeah, like I said, you never know. Yeah, for all the people trying to do sword stuff, I recommend getting um, like an XMA sword or like a sword from a company that sells doll swords because you need to be careful, especially if you don't know what you're doing yeah. and you're learning. Get a doll sword. Don't try to be this huge macho like, oh, I don't need a doll sword. I'm this fantastic, like, martial artist. No, get a doll sword. I don't care how good you are. You're going to cut yourself. And then you're going to have a, what, like, three fingers missing. And then you're going to hate your life. <laughs> get a doll sword. You're going to look like an eighth grade woodwork teacher. What you go like, listen here. The, the band saw is very dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. I don't care how good you are. Get a dull sword. I mean, some people are really good. Um, it, well, I guess it depends on the situation. Like, I know that one of my friends, he likes to like do like a sword thing where he slices things mm -hmm. in like midair, and that's fine. But I'm talking about when you start doing like the flippies and like, Oof. like you know, and like yeah. the fancy dancy stuff that that I do sometimes. Yeah. Um, get a dull sword. But when you like slice something. Just, I don't know. I guess that's fine. You can have a sharp sword. Just be careful. All right. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. <laughs> My God. I, you know what? I knew you were going to be fun. I knew. I mean, it, it, I knew. But here's what I want you to do. From here on out, I think your videos are great. But every now and then, it doesn't be a big thing. Don't to, but on your Instagram or whatever, just show a little bit of this side. I mean, because this is wonderful. It really is. I mean, I mean, because in a way, it is intimidating seeing your videos. Like, man, should I, should I ask this girl? And I was like, you know what? And you, know, you know, you had no idea like the courage it took just to hit you up on a, on the email. Like, whew. and I was like, you know, like, hey, I want to be on my podcast, please. You know, and send. You know what I mean? Because you see your videos, like, oh, this girl can kick ass. And then you see this, and you're like, I said, man, you're a gold mine. You're wonderful. You got a great personality. Show a little bit of that. Show, I mean, I think your videos are great, but show a little bit of this. This is this is wonderful, and I mean that. I've been trying to make more story posts and like talking stuff, so that's a step. But um, I definitely, I think I'm gonna make a, like a couple of videos that I always get requested whenever I'm on live. That's like, oh, what are all your styles? Like, how long you've been training? Like, just kind of like a video of like that that I'll probably post soon. I think you should, because like I said, you're wonderful. You're a gold mine, and I can't wait to see you because you will accomplish that goal. I just know it. I feel it from you. You will accomplish that goal. You'll be in WWE, and I'll be like, hey, she was on Tales from a Gemini. I knew she was going to be in that because I said she was <laughs> I'll be back on Tales from a Gemini. You know what? Hell yeah, you will, because you're going to you're accomplish that goal, and whatever goal you, you're going to accomplish, but I want a part two with you. That's yes, I, okay? part two. Hey, uh, I, we have a part two, but not in the car. I want you to be... <laughs> Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. I have my own place. No promises. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Tell the family I said to hush so, so we can have a... Yeah, a I got you. No, I mean, it's mostly the dogs, honestly, because, yeah. like, you never know. They'll have, like... I have a lot of animals. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> like, nine cats and, like, yeah. six dogs and... <laughs> yeah. I can There's see just that. a lot. And so it's just, like, 
the cats will disagree with each other. The dogs will disagree with each other. The humans will disagree with each other. It's just, yeah. You never know when a fight will break out yeah. in my house. <laughs> it's mayhem is what you're saying. It's mayhem. Yeah. So that's why I win the car. All right. Well, Kiana, uh, uh, Dojo? Dojo. Dojo. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. I knew it was, I knew it was like Daniel. Yeah, it's real, it's real urban. Kiana, Daniel. All right, Daniel. Listen, yeah. it has been nothing short of a pleasure to get to know. I think when people see this, they're gonna they're gonna love you even more. And I mean it from the bottom, they're gonna love you even more because you are it. That WWE personality is it. You're gonna be great. I had a ball. I hope you had a ball. Anything you wanna say to your adoring that. fans? Anything you wanna say to your adoring fans? Um Okay, so I would, me and whoever always say this to little kids, and it's, I mean, it's a good affirmation, but after and before every class, we always say, you're strong, you're smart, and you can do anything. So always keep that mindset whenever you have any type of doubt. <laughs> you heard her. You're strong, you're smart, smart and you can and do you anything. Can do anything. <laughs> so you, you heard it from Kiana Daniel. You heard it from her. <laughs> So thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you so much. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. No, it is my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching Tales from a Gemini. And you know how I say it about this time. You know the word. Peace. Peace. <laughs> I got it.